Now I'm joined in the studio by the wonderful Phil Crocker. Hey, how's it going? Very well, mate. How are you? <laughs> Very well, thanks. Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming along, man. Um, so, first time on the show, uh, I, and I've seen I, a little birdie, as I often say, has told me in one ear, that you studied uh, creative music technology at university. This so, is a true story. Yeah, so did you kind of know when you came out of school um, and you were going in that direction already that you knew that you wanted to make music? Well, like before university or coming out after uni? I'd say, yeah, before you took that course, did, was, were you, like, aware, or was that course that actually then opened that up to you? It's it's definitely always been something that's on my mind. I mean, I've, um, I'd always done, like, kind of local shows and things, um, and just any excuse to really kind of just get up there and um, uh, play either on piano or guitar and just um, just accompany myself to sing. So, yeah, I'd say from quite an early stage, I knew it was definitely something I wanted to try and uh, take a little more seriously. Right, absolutely. But then, obviously, with the music production um, side of it, did that give you the feeling that you might have a bit of independence to be able to do that? Yeah. I mean, it's um, after doing that course, that was a lot more about um, learning to produce and kind of doing it all yourself, because of course you can kind of, you know, as a, a kind of creative artist yourself, you can um, and go and get other guys to do it for you, but I think in order to kind of really generate something that's really like your own sound, yeah. um, it's, it's so much more useful to just trying to learn how to do it yourself, so, you, you know, learning the right kind of uh, techniques and what software to use and things like that, so yeah. I would totally agree. Helps. We get um, so many of the people who come in these days, uh, they talk about the idea of uh, authorship, which obviously gets lost quite a lot in, in a lot of modern music and the fact that you can really get industry standard quality um, through all the computer software that you're able to get and if you are adept at it as you would be from studying it then you've got all of the keys you don't need to really worry about um, going to find you know a particular producer or recording artist uh, yeah I mean, I'd like to say I'd like to think it definitely helps but um, the thing is as always uh, whilst I say I could definitely put something together where I would be kind of happy with I mean there is there's there's always going to be something in someone else out there who knows uh, who knows more but I mean it helped it definitely helped kind of get uh, the basics done so you can kind of get yourself going in the right direction yeah totally and I imagine also it probably would have helped on a peer level you must have been around a lot of other people who wanted to do similar kind of things right oh yeah um, I'm still trying to keep in touch with them as much as possible. I mean, someone are doing uh, great things working in their studios. But yeah, so it's good to keep in touch with those guys. Awesome. That's always a huge part of it. Um, another birdie, by the way, I've got two on me now, <laughs> uh, told me <laughs> you've done some performances in musicals in the past. That yeah, um, the, the other half of my life. So I've um, <laughs> I've basically always been involved in shows since I was probably about 10 or so. Wow. Um, I... Um, I mean, some of them were kind of uh, professional, some were amateur, some were kind of something in between. Mm -hmm. um, but basically, when I was well, like kind of ten years old or something, I belonged to a, a choir based in Finchley, mm -hmm. and um, they got loads of paid work. So, like from a young age, I got to go and do like Carmen at the Royal Albert Hall and stuff wow. like that. So, of course, at the time, being a ten-year-old with that sort of uh, being offered that gig, I was like, I don't know what Carmen is, I don't know what the Royal Albert Hall is. I mean, I no. literally only did it because my mum forced me to. Um, <laughs> what a great I, move by mum! Exactly. I mean, now I now it's paid dividends and I'm really thankful. Thanks, Mum. But, um, but at, the, out, Mom. at the time, I was just like, that's just going to totally take away from Street Fighter. A legitimate concern, mate, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that sounds like an incredible opportunity, uh, and uh, and I, I would imagine um, that when you get to play to such not just a large audience, but in such kind of a respected kind of venue at that young age, then you would fall in love, right, with the kind of the feeling of getting oh, it from duh. the stage. The high of doing it is is like is unparalleled, I and mean, that's a good that's a good thing that we get to do this kind of stuff uh, more recently as well. So there's a lot of kind of um, the amateur uh, groups in North London uh, that we do stuff with. So kind of Elod's uh, uh, Green Room. Uh, and uh, FBOSS as well. They're just like they're just really good standard um, groups that kind of still produce something that's. I mean, it's 
people have always said it's like sounds like it's West End and without West End prices. So yeah, so it's it's um, it's it's good we still have that kind of stuff around. Yeah, man, awesome. No, no, that really does genuinely fascinate me. I mean, I, I, I've studied uh, a bit of theatre myself, oh, yeah? and therefore I've been to a couple of musicals myself. <laughs> and um, the, 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 the whole musical thing does seem to be changing. It was when I was at university. It's diversifying massively because it got too much to being only really expensive theatres and so on. Oh yeah. So it's cool to hear that there's so much more grassroots stuff going on around it. Um, I want to talk to you about busking a little bit as well. Um, I've, I've been told by the third bird, who can't quite get onto the shoulder now, um, that you've been doing a bit of busking in London. Um, I've done similar things before uh, for charities, etc., but for quite a long time ago. What would you say your take on it is now? Do you think that it is dying out? And do you think there's a bit too much kind of sponsorship from people like Carling um, or other reputable brands that might sponsor certain busking areas in London? Uh, or do you think that it's still something that has uh, a real kind of legitimacy in a place within the city? I don't. I mean, I don't think it's um, dying out at all. Uh, maybe. I mean, this could be. Maybe I've just kind of uh, see it enough. Like whenever I go out in London, but I've been doing busking now for well, probably like the last kind of three years. There's yeah. been competitions that have been put out by like uh, Boris Johnson, for example. He had a big one that's like always advertised like all over uh, TV and um, uh, on uh, boards and stuff down in the underground. But I'm mean, they're obviously trying to do as much they can to try and get the younger guys out there and like just kind of getting out there and performing yeah and it's i mean it's i mean the, the numbers are growing every single time every single time they um they do the competition because it's yearly uh-huh. um they they need more slots every single time because it's getting so much more um this is getting so much that's more really interesting what do you so, yeah is that due, due to the fact that obviously the kind of high profile campaigns has that just brought mm-hmm. more attention to the to the medium mm-hmm. would you say um, yeah it's um i mean obviously aside from that that was more kind of the idea of getting the young guys out there like anyone between yeah. the age of 11 and 25 getting them out there doing it as well but i mean aside from that there's the other world where you know everywhere on the london underground there's what, like a good, good few thousand buskers who, um, you know, who that is their, that is their making ends meet. That's, yeah, that's true. The, um, the thing to do. So, through doing the busking competition, that's how I got into it. And um, then, uh, after doing it for a little while, you kind of got offered to go for an audition for the actual busking license. And that's that's I, mean, I do that every weekend now. It's a, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's good to kind of get to play to random people yeah, different totally. people every single time yeah it must be a really unique way of kind of uh, trying out your new music etc that's awesome man it's, it's really good to hear that there that, that is still something that's being kind of celebrated because I think in terms of the ecosystem of music mm-hmm. if you were to lose the busking side of it there'd be some sort of you know, seismic quake and something else might fall off. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> before I go too far into strange analogies, um, would you like to play us your first song so people can get a real taste of your sound and we can get into talking a bit more about that afterwards if you want to introduce it a bit. Okay, sure. So uh, the first one I'm going to play is a song um, that I wrote that's called Lost Boy. It's, um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Peter Pan was a kind of a bit of a, a childhood hero. I mean, you know, kind of never grew up, could fly, what more could you really want? Mm, yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's uh, kind of what this is all kind of based around, I suppose, that just, um, yeah, just, uh, just what if. All right, awesome. Right, we'll take it away, Phil. <laughs> cool. different let's go overseas wait hang on a change of plan you'll see what i mean where we're going we will never age so you have all time in the world to get my heart out of its cage swimming with the mermaids a buccaneer pirate fighting dancing around the fireside with red engines 
to the right and straight on till morning My heart, my mind and my time is yours and Let us never grow up, let us never change In Neverland this can last an eternity I was a lost boy until you found me Forget could never make me forget your face Swimming with the mermaids Walking near pirate fighting And dancing around the fire side with red engines Slipping on a cloud and playing chicken with the lightning Please tell me that this dream won't end yet Second star to the right and straight on till morning My heart, my mind, my time is yours And let us never grow up never change in Neverland this can last an eternity I was a lost boy until you found me Microphone wasn't fully up then. I was too taken aback. <laughs> Mate, the the the, the, um, the lyrics of that are so kind of uniquely written, and it creates such a kind of beautiful image with that. That was that was great. That, <laughs> Cheers, that blew me away, man. Um, so your Facebook profile at the moment, yes. Try, just to make it public knowledge to everyone. Oh um, <laughs> yeah, it's not going where <laughs> you think it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, says that you're looking for kind of new musicians to collaborate with and work on some new projects with. Oh, so yeah. I kind of wanted to ask you one. Um, are there any particular names, even if they were really famous, that uh, if you could, you'd want to collaborate with? And two, are there any people that you are collaborating with now that you want to have a little talk about? Uh, I mean, as far as a wish list, as far as who I could uh, collaborate with who's already out there, I mean, one of the, I mean, there's a guy called Ed Sheeran, I don't know if any of you guys have ever heard of him. Oh, um, I mean, his name keeps coming up. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> he's, um, he's, he's getting quite big now, I don't know if he's certainly getting more known. No, I, I, mean, I absolutely love to. A lot, of my, no, a lot of my songs, when I first started writing, especially like at uni and stuff, I mean, everyone's got to have a good base to go from. Yeah. And I kind of like the way he kind of captures certain things with certain lyrics. It's, I think it's far too cliche these days to say like, oh, I love myself sound like Ed Sheeran, but, uh, I mean, yeah. Well, it's the inevitability of somebody becoming so popular so quickly, isn't mm. it, at the end of the day, that a lot of people then consider it to be anti-culture or anti-cool yeah. to actually respect that he's done mm. very well for himself. No, precisely, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ed Sheeran's something you would really <laughs> like to work with. Yeah, but is that, maybe one day. Yeah, I'm sure, mate. Honestly, I reckon just give him a call. He's a nice guy. Yeah, if you listen, Ed, um, that's just uh, catch my Facebook. It's all, it's all good. Ed, thanks for tuning in again, <laughs> and we've got some new talent for you. Um, are there any people you actually are collaborating with then at the moment, or any people that you've at least kind of had some chats with about projects? Um, 
I mean, there's uh, <laughs> the thing is with um, with musicians. You're talking to guys all the time, and there is one person who I have actually been uh, collaborating with recently. Um, funny enough, who I met whilst um, busking. I mean, I busk an awful lot at um, King's Cross Station. Right. And um, the good thing is because I say it's you know you're kind of playing in front of people all day, but you never know who's walking by, and that was the whole kind of the thing that really made me kind of fall in love with it a little bit because it's just like you know the, the chance it's, I think there's a far more chance of someone seeing you from doing that well mate you know what at the end of the day just to say because I actually I was never, not going to get a chance to mention this otherwise but I was walking around Soho the other day and there was a guy who was performing doing um, some reggae singing with a backing track and he was giving out CDs and then he was giving out CDs but none of them had any contact info on them and I said actually I've got no money but I do present a radio show about finding new music and it, clearly that made you know they're probably he's probably given those CDs out just waiting mm. for those kind of opportunities to come up and in your case I guess you got this guy who what, just liked your sound uh, well no this particular person actually it was a girl called um, uh, Katie um, mm -hmm. uh, Katie Raven and uh, she's a singer um, a singer songwriter and so as Chance Hammond she was walking through King's Cross uh, we swapped details and uh, yeah, she'll probably correct me on this now but it was definitely <laughs> like um, literally we didn't speak for like six months I think we kind of you know kind of had a an email back and forth and finally a couple of uh, like three months ago four months ago we kind of started uh, started writing so just yeah just came awesome. just, um, and started doing some stuff but yeah that's great do you feel like that's adding a bit of a, like a new string to your bow you're kind of trying to new styles of, of songwriting and well this is the great thing about it because I mean her style so I'd say was completely different to mine um, I mean I think some of her songs they kind of have a kind of a dark kind of edge to them in some of them uh, apologies Katie if that's not how you see it but uh, it's like um, but no no it's, it's, it's just it's, it gets me to kind of play the piano in a way that I wouldn't normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, whilst, I mean, she's kind of already come up with some of the ideas for lyrics and things and that. For me, I'm like, okay, well, this is the kind of the piano I think would fit around that. Exactly, yeah, so you fit in the mood as well. Yeah, because otherwise, um, I mean, I could just play this, you know, the same kind of uh, same kind of vibe of stuff that I play. And, but it wouldn't, uh, actually, but it, wouldn't, it wouldn't match up with her style. And I think that's a good stretch. That's yeah. the beauty of it, isn't it? Where you guys, both of you, eventually end up compromising and being in the mm. middle and then making something really unique. Mm. Well, I can't wait to hear that when that happens. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> without further ado, I reckon we should go for your second song. Cool. Just so we've definitely got time to come out and talk about where you're playing live and plugging, etc. So do you want to have um, a little bit of an introduction? Yeah, so um, this song is, uh, it's, it's my baby really. Um, it, I started writing it about like kind of four years ago. It's called, uh, it's called I Kind of Like You. Um, it's kind of um, <laughs> more of a cheeky kind of song. Um, it's, it's one of those things where it's one of the songs if I was hoping that anything was going to kind of like break through isn't mm -hmm. what I would hope for but um, it's interesting I was actually talking to um, a producer recently and he was just like okay you know I was, I was like give me brutal fever what's good what's, what's not that's what you need and yeah exactly and he was like okay this is good this is um this is, you know, like, mm, yeah, could do better. But um, he was like, so rewrite this. And now I'm going back and rewriting something I hadn't, like, touched, touched. Like, creatively in, like, four years. And it's right. really kind of going back to it with a new perspective. So is this the rewritten version? This is part, yeah, it's kind of, it's getting there. Oh, it's okay. getting, there's, 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 it's a work in progress. It's Actually, the evolution the of the song, right? Exactly, yeah. Right. But it's, no, it's, it's, um, it's basically about a situation where, uh, <laughs> in a situation between two people, one's normally trying to get the other to say certain three words. You don't want to say that yet because you don't want to be the person to say the three words oh, first. So try saying, uh, I kind of like you instead. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's just kind of about that situation. Already adorable. Right, that's fantastic. <laughs> okay, you can take it away, man. Cool. Now I know the hidden noise you 
tell me I'm a geek And you say you don't like Star Wars And I'm willing to overlook the small imperfection Because I kinda like, I kinda like, I kinda like you I, I kinda like, kinda like, I kinda like, I kinda like So can you just kinda like me too? Like you too. Now, but really, you deserve it because you just don't know who Yoda is. And baby girl, sorry, massive deal breaker. But still, I wanna kiss, don't wanna fight. We will dance until the moon is out of sight. So you tell me I'm a geek, and you say that you don't like Star Wars, and I'm willing to overlook this small imperfection. Kinda like me too. And now I'm trying to figure out if I prefer your smile to your eyes. But what I really like are what you'd call your imperfections. Before a while, I could stare. was the end of that what I was going to say to you it's just so authentically sweet and the, 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 the kind of the funniness of it and the playfulness of it but the emotional richness of it as well you've got a real talent there being able to get that kind of message across man I'm oh, really geez. blown away by that and I, I was getting close to welling up a little bit <laughs> but I pulled it back oh, right. it, was, it was all for you dude that's why it was like you could, you could feel it <laughs> I <could> tell <laughs> Sorry, just hurt my throat. Right, what we want to do with you, if you're game, which I'm sure you are, because you're a fun guy, yeah. is we're trying this. I don't know if you heard us doing it earlier with uh, the previous guest, but we've got a new game called the Fake Band Game. Okay. Right, Fake Band Name Game, or Fake Band Game, whichever. I'm going to, there's six band names here. Okay. Right? Three of them are real and three of them are fake. Right. I'm going to do it individually. I'm going to read, read one of them. So you need to, after I've told you the name of the band, I want you to tell me if that name is fake. Or if it's real. Oh, it's going to really show up my lack of indie knowledge now. Okay. <laughs> right. You're right, because indie bands are the ones with the most obscure yeah. strange names most of the time. Okay. Uh, Enchanted Sanctum. 
we're going to start strong. I'm going to say, yeah, true. You're yeah. going to say true. Mm-hmm. Start strong, but unfortunately, it started wrong <laughs> uh, with that being a fake answer. <laughs> unfortunately. How about uh, Chunk, no Captain Chunk? <clears throat> Including two exclamation marks. Including, oh, well, with the two exclamation marks, it does bring in a whole, that's completely different. Um, <laughs> hold on. Um, true, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that one. You pulled one back. (laughs) (laughs) One wrong, one right. And then what about um, Stranger Strings? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm just envisioning like a... That's just going to be like the absolute ideal name for like a string quartet, but maybe like... I don't know. Um, I'm going to go with no. You're going to go with no? You're going to go with no. You're correct again. You're on a roll now. Keep that going. You've got the last two corrects. Uh, Ocean Jet. Ocean Jet. Um, any particular punk, like punctuation or anything, given anything? Well, <laughs> there's, no, no, there's no grammar that's no, going to help okay. you in any way here. It's just Ocean Jet. We go yes. Going to go yes? You're right again. Uh, I think you're already being the score that we have from the, uh, from the artist earlier. <laughs> uh, neutral Milk Hotel. I want to say yes. I want to say yes, but I'm not going to say... I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to go with no. I feel bad because I, I laugh, but it is real. <laughs> so that made it look like I was laughing at such a ridiculous name. Um, okay, and then, to be honest with you, if you've kept track of how many are that fake and how mean. many are real, then you should know the answer already, but it's hard to keep track, isn't it? Um, modest Mondays. Pardon? Modest Mondays. Modest Mondays. Um, um, if I'm remembering right, was it the no... Yeah, well, he's got it right by the numbers. There we go. <laughs> I, think you only got, I think you actually only got two wrong in that, which is very good. Wow. So, yeah, you're currently, if we had a leaderboard, you're definitely at the top at really? the moment. So thanks let's for that. that. <laughs> let's, let's get that in. Let's ride that high now and let's let everyone know where they can find you <laughs> online and where hopefully you might be playing. Uh, they can come and see you soon, but most importantly, but they can catch up with you on social media. Okay, so as far as my, my socials, you can find me on uh, Phil Crocker Music on Facebook. Um, I think I'm the only one up there, so give, give that a go, Phil Crocker Music. Um, Twitter, um, if you do Phil Crocker Music again, that should be fun. And then on Instagram, uh, Music Life Pictures. It was a name I made years ago, don't ask. Um, <laughs> um, I imagine they're, it, all, they're all linked up to each other. Yeah, if you go on um, Facebook, it's got the links for everything else yeah. on there. And uh, then SoundCloud, um, Phil Crocker Music as well. Excellent. Excellent. Those are the main ones. That's everything you want. So if you've got any kind of new music coming up, check out on the SoundCloud of Phil Crocker Music. Everything else, you should be able to get the information rooted from the Phil Crocker Music Facebook page. Um, are there any particular um, shows that are coming up very recently, like very soon, rather? Um, things, because I have been trying to spend a lot more time doing writing and stuff, because I've yeah. some stuff I really want to get out. So I can kind of just, you know, kind of say that's done and then move on to the next batch of music. Um, so as far as... Um, performances coming up I don't have any shoes hopefully um, hopefully I'll be doing something for um, the Enfield turning of the lights on in early December awesome um, on I believe that's the third I think but for I mean whenever I do any of this it'll always be on my Facebook anyway yeah and I'm um, hopefully going to be doing a gig at the Horns um, which is quite local here as well brilliant um, so yeah apart from that I mean there's always open mics and stuff and uh, busking I mean whenever I'm doing like a big day of busking and I'm going to be there for like you know kind of two hours I'll put it on there as well so and it'll be on the social media and, and it'll be on out. all the social media so. awesome well the only reason I asked in terms of coming up like very soon is <laughs> because obviously there are going to be performances you're doing down the line I know that you have been working on some music but so for now guys if you want 
to follow this guy, and you absolutely should. He's definitely a really unique talent. Make sure to follow Phil Crocker Music on Facebook and every other platform. But for now, Phil, thanks so much for joining us, mate, and please come back as soon as you can. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank you, man. Round of applause for Phil Crocker. <laughs> Cheers.